Hello, hello. Welcome to Emuna, the podcast for those of us developing Christian lifestyles. I'm Dr. Tamara Henry, and my co-host is... Sharice Henry. Well, Sharice, in our last podcast, we wandered into what I described as controversial territory. Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> Prayer. <laughs> Today, we wade even further into an area few people want to talk about. Again, it's prayer. Is praying lame, <laughs> antiquated, <laughs> or is it essential? I think people don't want to talk about it because they don't really understand. It's difficult to explain. We see so many people playing with it. You remember the story that Jesus told about the Pharisee and the tax collector? Of course. He said that two men went up to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I'm not like the other men, swindlers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and pay tithes of all that I acquire. But the tax collector stood at a distance, unwilling even to lift up his eyes to heaven. Instead, he beat his breast and said, God have mercy on me, a sinner. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I tell you this man, rather than the Pharisee, went home justified. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Well, today we have two powerhouses ready to give their perspectives on prayer. I'm ready. I'm ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> They're both members of First Baptist Church of Glen Arden International. And I met both of them in Sunday school, the 9 a.m. class. And I say, it's the best class <laughs> at Glen Orton. Zarita Young is known throughout the church community as Mother Z. She's one of the mothers as, at First Baptist Church of Glen Orton. And as I was preparing for the podcast, I began to realize what a mover and a shaker she is in the Christian community. For about 10 years, she was director of the Domestic Missions Ministry at Glen Orton. Wow. Her mission journeys have taken her to four continents and the Caribbean mm. and include countries such as South Africa, Burkina Faso, West Africa, the Ukraine, Jamaica, Philippines, mm. Morocco, and of okay. course, the United States. She manages the Wednesday prayer session for our Sunday school class. Now, Cynthia Howie is an educator, advocate, and prayer warrior. Mm. She has a powerful testimony of perseverance, authenticity, and courage that inspires others. Nice. Over the years, she has served in several ministry capacities, including youth minister leader, ministry leader, and women ministry leader. 
I'm certain you listened to our fourth episode where our husband, Minister Howie, discusses the first book he and his wife have published. Welcome, Mother Z and Sister Howie. Thank welcome, you welcome. So much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so let's get this discussion going. Why pray? Mama Z, would you like to begin? No, you can go first. All right. Why pray? Mm -hmm. That is such a profound but good question. Maybe I should ask, why not? Exactly. We pray because if we are believers, we want to communicate with whom we believe saved us, cares for us, provides for us. That's the reason that we pray. We pray because it's just our way of communicating. Anybody that I love and that I care about, I want to talk to them. I want to share with them everything that's going on in my life. I want to complain to them <laughs> when things aren't going good. If that's the person <laughs> who provides everything for me, I want, I want him to know the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's just our way of communicating. That's why I think we should pray. And I would uh, ditto just about everything, really everything the sister Cynthia had to say because uh, we serve a sovereign God. And he says that we can come to him at any time, any place, anywhere about anything. We, he gives us the freedom to, uh, as she said, complain from time to time, although I, I'm a great believer in not complaining. Um, he, it allows us to bear our souls. As a matter of fact, he really, in, gets joy from the way we feel free enough to come to him with everything. And who wouldn't want to pray to a sovereign God? God who can solve all of our problems, who can uh, give us the perseverance and the strength to wait when the answer is not quite um, timing. The timing for the answer that we want is not quite right. And he gives us what we need to persevere until the time is right. We are encouraged to not only come to him with our requests and our supplications, but to pray for others, to uh, bring to him, not that he doesn't already know, but the situations and the issues and the things that we know are heavy on the hearts of our friends, of our families, or of even our Sunday school members. We do a lot of praying for our Sunday school members. We come every week as a family to do just that. So that's the reason why we pray. Also, so that we can communicate with him. And he can, in his own way and in his own time, communicate with us. He either says yes, no, or not now. And not now and no are not synonymous. It just means you got to wait a little while. You got to grow a little bit and you have to become a little bit more like me before you're able to handle this next thing I have for you and for your life and for you to accomplish. 
Okay, that's great. That's great. Do you think that people really understand the power of prayer? Do you think it's just like um, just an exercise for for believers or they really approach this whole idea of prayer knowing that there's power behind this discussion that they're having with, with God? Well, I would think that um, if you go into prayer without the expectation and without the realization of the power behind it, then you're not going into it with faith. You're not going into it with belief. You're not going in with it, into it with any positive expectations. Um, if we don't, God says, you know, if we pray believing, nothing he will hold, withhold from us. So he allows us and causes us to pray for others. He gives us uh, through his word. Uh, he gives us instance after instance and scripture after scripture that says where we pray, how we pray, what happens when we pray, and to know that we are praying to a God who knows the answer. So I agree with you. There are times that I don't think people really uh, recognize and grab hold of, and we don't really understand it, but grab hold of the power of praying and how much our words and what we go to God with means to him since he is the sovereign God with the power to solve it all. Okay. Now, I know I, you, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh. Sorry, Sharice. No, go Sharice. Um, I, I agree with uh, Mama Z. And I think too that um, it has to do with um, your maturity, um, depending on where you are in your faith as a believer. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you um, don't really know that what has manifested is the result of your prayers. You've asked for something, and as Mama Z said, it may take a while. Mm -hmm. So just as a seed goes in the ground, you don't see it right away. Years, months have passed. All of a sudden, someone has been healed or delivered or spared of a car crash. That's the fruit of your prayer, but because of your maturity, you don't even realize that that is what's happening. Sometimes people journal and they journal because your memory, I, all of our memories might not be bad, but my memory is not the greatest. I write down everything. And to actually see mm -hmm. the manifestations of some of the things that I fervently prayed for and asked for, and to see the nose that I am now happy that I did not get what it is that I wrote. But if I didn't write it, I might not have remembered that I was asking for those things. And, mm -hmm. you know, so um, the answer to your question, I don't think people realize the power of prayer because um, maybe the lack of being taught or understanding prayer is just your communicating with our heavenly father and even like mama z she mentioned is four or five aspects of prayer you pray for 
um, adoration. I I love you, Lord. Just thank you. Gratitude. Mm -hmm. You pray for intercession as we do on Wednesday for our Sunday school class, for your friends, your family. I need a new job. Um, There are different aspects of prayer and how we pray. And that uh, um, I don't think a lot of people have been taught those aspects of prayer. So the answer to your question, um, some people do just do it, get on, you know, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray to Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, <laughs> I pray to Lord my soul to take. Amen. And have been doing that for years. And we're 50 and 60 and 70 years old because that's the prayer that we were taught and thinks that that's enough. Mm-hmm. So um, I I really don't believe that people understand and know the power of prayer. Okay. And also, I don't think people, um, and I know I was one of those, and I don't know my sister Cynthia, but we were both um, witness to being taught the order of prayer. Mm. Um, our pastor walked us through the Lord's Prayer Uh Matthew 6, 5 through 9, and gave us point by point, section by section, uh, what all of that meant and how it applied to us on a daily basis. That is what I think that kind of a a teaching, that kind of instruction um, is what I think helps us, as Cynthia uh, uh, related to, um, in our maturity. And the further we get in our maturity in Christ, uh, the more power we pray with, if that makes any sense. Because we have come to the understanding that he does hear me. And I would also like to reiterate what she said about we pray for things. Sometimes we've been praying for him for years. And then one day you look and it, it comes to pass. And I think that relates to God's timing. He knows when we're ready for that. A new job. Um, I had a situation in my daughter's life. She was just praying for this other job and praying for this other job. And um, nothing happened. And then one day, right after Christmas, the lady calls us, when can you come? And and now she works for one of the largest consulting firms in the country. Wow. Um, it, it's, it's just amazing to see how he does things. But he gave it to her. And I, I agreed with him. He gave it to her when she was able to handle it, when she had matured enough, not only in her skills, but also in her belief in her own prayers and that God would answer it. Diane Qualls. I'm sorry. Belief in her own prayers. Reese, you had a question? It's not a question. It's a comment, Sister Cynthia and Mother Z. I knew this would be good. But I just have chills. I don't even I don't even have like a comment. I'm just absorbing it. And for the list for the listeners, I hope you are taking notes because Sister Cynthia and Mother Z are doing rapid fire. I mean, they're dropping nuggets that so often, you know, we gloss over the testimony, just everything. And I think Sister Cynthia, when you took our question and put the question. That's what Jesus would do a lot of times. You say, we say, why pray? You say, why not pray? I mean, it's just, that, that is so powerful. And then Mother Z praying for others. I was thinking like, if you think about in the Old Testament, 
when Job was going through, when he prayed for his friends, then he got his deliverance. So you think about that power of praying, you know, for your friends, you get your prayers answered. But um, I honestly was interjecting to say, please take notes, listeners. I was literally interjecting to say, this is so, so, so powerful. Can you tell me, either one of you, um, one thing that Jesus says about prayer that you take to heart? Um, two, uh, for me, definitely. One is pray without ceasing. And the other one is, it says man ought to always pray. They're basically the same thing. We pray about everything all the time. And we pray believing all the time. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a long, drawn out, five or six, 10, 20 minute prayer. It can just be, thank you, Jesus. Or as I was falling in my front yard on Monday morning, I was going, Jesus, help me. <laughs> when you pray about everything, pray everywhere, pray for everyone, and it works. Man. That's a good question. He says a lot of things about prayer. Wow. Hmm. Maybe when you pray, pray believing because um, we don't want to pray amiss. I love the new King James, I mean, the King James version and how they speak. You don't want to just, just throw things out there just aimlessly saying it. You really want to, um, and that word fervently, mm -hmm. um, just believe there's so many things that we believe. Why not believe in prayer? We believe in that, that people play the lottery. They believe they're going to hit the number. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. There are people in church that play. They believe. We believe when we sit in our chairs that it's going to hold us. We believe. Mm -hmm. So why not? I, I mean, I love when he say, oh, taste and see. Oh, just absolutely. try me. Just, tr just, at, he, I mean, I, if we, if we don't have, I mean, I'm, I, I love, I mean, this is the way my husband and I could talk. It's like, Jesus, God, he's just gangster. He's like, just try me. Oh, taste and see. <laughs> I, I'm going to put it out there. And if, and if it's not, you can have a refund. Just, just try it. Mm -hmm. And when you try it, you're going to keep coming back and keep coming back. We have um, a reverend at our church, and she's a, a good friend of Mama Z's. She always says when she's oh, yeah. praying and talking, mm, mm, good. good. Jesus is mm, mm, good. If you <laughs> ever taste and see, you're going to keep coming back. And even if you're not um, strong enough, that's the power of prayer. Somebody's praying for you, your mom, your dad, somebody praying for you. You don't even know. And you keep coming back, you get stronger and stronger. So the answer to your question, if you pray, believe. As simple as that. Just believe. And even if it doesn't happen, keep on believing. You, it's going it's, it's to show up. Amen. Know? Amen. Amen. Another word, if I can, uh, that I would attach to that is pray with perseverance. Mm. Just keep 
praying and keep asking and keep uh, beseeching God for what it is you want for yourself or something that you're praying for someone else. And we were challenged in our Sunday school class, if you all remember, uh, I think earlier in the year for we pray on Wednesday mornings, we have our own private devotions and everything, but we were asked to pick one or two, or they said one person, I picked three mm. in our Sunday school class that we pray that we're going to pray for without them even knowing it. And then watch God work in their lives as the result of our uh, sincere, uh, faith-laden, believing, mm-mm, good God is kind of prayer. And it, it's 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 just wonderful. And, and I think that's the same way we pray for our children sometimes. Mm-hmm. We're praying for them nonstop. They don't have a clue. Well, of course, mine do. But all, all of us probably do. But they don't know how deeply we go to God for them. That's true. Or how often or what kinds of things we might be praying for. That's true. You know, so you can you can pray to such a degree that nobody knows you're doing it. Like we don't want to be on the, on the street corner like the Pharisee going, look, see how great I am. Uh, we can be like the taxpayer, meek and mild, but trusting God and believing not only is he going to hear it, but if it's in, in conjunction with his word and his will, and it is his will for us, he's going to answer it, but in his own time. And that, that just segues right into my next question. Are there any conditions to answered prayer? Hmm. I'll let you go first on that one, Sister Cynthia. Well, I, but I germinate a little bit here. <laughs> I'm pondering. I'm pondering too. Right. I'm pondering too. Mm, conditions. Conditions. No, I don't think there are any conditions because I've I've I personally believe that prayer is just like how when we were saved, if you believe, ABC, ask, believe, confess. So if my salvation, which is great, my prayer would not have any conditions um, attached to it. Again, I believe that there are... um, ways of praying, um, as we mentioned earlier, but I do not think that there are conditions to prayer. And I might not be understanding the question quite yeah, right. I'm wondering but, if I am too. Answered yeah. prayer. Mm-hmm. Conditions to answered prayer. You mean like meeting conditions before he answers the prayer? Yeah. Well, in that regard, um, I was I was looking at uh, some sermons and looking and listening to some sermons today, and what we pray has to be within God's will. We can't pray asking for something like to hit the number or to uh, put a you know. Redskins gonna I don't even Redskins anymore. They don't win anyhow. But the um it has to be within his will. Okay. Things that are important to him, things that are in his word, rather than something that's out of his will. And past our pastor has used the example many times. You can't go pray beside God to give you somebody else's husband. 
that is not in his will. That's a condition that you cannot know. So it has to be within his will. To me, that would be the only, if there is a condition, that would definitely be it. Mm-hmm. Now that make that makes sense. Thanks, um, Sister Henry, for clarifying to an- conditions to answer prayer. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, is there a difference between a wish and a prayer? Teresa, well, jump in too. I mean, <laughs> you all quiet tonight. Well, she just said anything. Come on, Sharice. <laughs> come on. Come on, Sharice. She's <laughs> out here. <laughs> she has some strong ideas about stuff, and tonight she's quiet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a, a wish. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a difference between a wish and a prayer. A prayer, again, is what Mama Z says, um, is within the confines and the will of God. Um, a wish doesn't even have to be um, scriptural, biblical. Mm-hmm. Um it can really be anything. So yes, there is a difference between a wish and a uh, prayer. Because mm-hmm. a wish is a very individual thing. It's not connected to anything but you. Whereas when we go into prayer, our prayers are connected to our heavenly father and within his will. And that that's the big difference. We can wish for, we've been wishing for, you know, six days without uh, cold weather for the last week, but we can't do anything about that. But when we go to God, we are communicating with somebody. When we're wishing, we're not communicating with anyone. There's no relational aspect to it. Mm-hmm. So it has to be, in order to be a prayer, um, it has to be a communication, a relationship. And that relationship for us is with God. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and can there be things that just are so unimportant that um, it doesn't, um, uh, it, it doesn't, um, um, <laughs> I, I've lost my word. It's, it's so, so, um, insignificant that you feel, oh, I can't pray about this. No. Okay. Flat no. Um, anything that concerns us, no matter how minute or we might think it's insignificant but um we can pray to god about it we can thank him for the air we breathe how many of us think about that you know um something as simple um i bought a pair of shoes one time and we were taking my son out to dinner and i had on the new shoes and we were at a great big mall and i told my daughter she was driving and I just sat there and I said, God, now I'm going to need you to give us a parking space close to the door because these shoes hurt my feet. And I need you to give us a good parking space, please, in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. And my son was in the back seat. He said, Ma, you pray about everything. I said, well, you can pray for a parking space just like you can pray for some big, huge thing that you need to happen in your life. Because nothing in our lives is insignificant to God. Mm-hmm. That, that's my take on it. Right, right. I agree. I was uh, sharing with Sharice that I, I was part of a Bible study group where, um, you know, um, we were praying 
because Grandma Fanny had misplaced her dentures. And mm -hmm. so for a whole week, we <laughs> prayed. And you know, they actually found those dentures. Someone had mistakenly put them in the trash. Oh, yeah. We, we prayed. We prayed for dentures. We prayed for <laughs> all sorts of things. Yeah. But you're right. You're right. Because I've heard people say that, um, oh, you know, I can't bother God with this. This is just not mm -hmm. important enough. And some of the things we do every day, um, like I said, needing a close parking space, especially when you're a senior mm -hmm. and you don't want to walk a long ways. Um, or, Lord, I, I have misplaced. I did this last night. I have misplaced, like before that, misplaced the cord and the charger to my phone. Mm. I went, I, I did look in the trash, mm -hmm. sister. I did. Mm -hmm. But I went upstairs and came back down again. And it was underneath some papers that I had laid on the table. Because that Lord, I need I need to get my cord. So I know these are trite kind of things, but it's truly a lesson and an example to the point that there is nothing too insignificant for us to pray for. If it's important to us, it's important to him. And I guess it emphasizes that relationship that we're trying to develop, right? Mm -hmm. closer, closer relationship with God. Sister Cynthia, you were going to say? I, I agree. There's nothing too hard for God and there's nothing too small for him. I have done the same thing um, as for something as small as to help me remember where I've placed something. I've lost something and I yeah. felt like I really didn't lose it. But Lord, will you just show it to me? And even for me to stop worrying about it. Yes. And all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. I just looked down in the car. The bracelet was in the side of the, it was, it was something really significant to me. My mother gave it to me and she's no longer here. And I was just like, oh, I really want to find that bracelet. And I was worried and getting anxious. And I just said, you know, Lord, show me where that bracelet is and let me stop thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And it might've took a week. I'm not sure. And I just looked down one day and I was getting ready to open the, the car door and it was right there in the seat. It, it doesn't always work. Sometimes you really will lose something. But just like Mama Z says, he cares about what we care about from the most insignificant thing to what's grand, grand, grand you know, the largest thing. Mm -hmm. There's nothing too hard for him and there's nothing too small for him. But again, what Miss Miss Henry said, that's about your relationship. When mm -hmm. he's done something before, you know he'll do it again. Mm -hmm. And when he's done something again, ah, it's 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 a it's a faith walk. It just starts building. And then you know, well, you know what? If I asked him for that and he <laughs> did it, my goodness, <laughs> let's see. Oh. That's the old taste and see. Try me. Mm -hmm. And I'm 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 just crazy enough to try him for everything. I've seen it. I've, I've and 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 when you get excited about prayer, you want your friends, your loved ones, yes. others to and 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 just like you said your son was like, "Mom, you pray about whatever." I do. <laughs> and you know what? It works. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah, it works. He says to us, be anxious for nothing, right? 
That's my favorite. But in everything with prayer and supplication. (laughs) Yes, yes. Make requests known. That's right. Yes. Amen. I was going to say, this discussion is just so heartwarming. That's why I haven't had to say much, uh, Sister Henry. (laughs) Everything that you all are saying is just so powerful. And I think um, lately I've been having a lot of conversations with my mom because I'm becoming more and more, I guess, um, militant about certain things. Because I almost think like prayer is also our key to deliverance. If you look at the civil rights era um, and the people who came before us, they prayed. And a lot of those meetings were held in churches, after prayer services, before prayer services. And a lot of our leaders were pastors. And um, and even if you look in the Old Testament, like the Israelites, like, you know, God said, I have heard their cry. So they were crying out as Mother Z was saying, you know, and as Sister Cynthia, they weren't just wishing, they were actually crying out to the Most High. And so I was looking at um, prayer as Sister Cynthia was saying, you want your family to do it, you want your neighbors to do it, because prayer is the deliverance that many African-Americans and minority groups need, especially today, those better jobs like that Mother Z's daughter got, that's only going to come through prayer, um, you know, and those um, strong marriages like Sister Cynthia has, that's only going to come through prayer. And, you know, that family structure and and the economic deliverance, everything we need is um, definitely through prayer. I've been very vocal about that. But, you know, what do you all think in terms of like, even as a nation, so we talked about individually, even as a nation, that deliverance definitely is going to come by us praying, coming together and praying for each other. Well, I firmly, pardon me, firmly believe that, that that is the only thing that is going to lead us to deliverance. And um, we pray every Wednesday morning, there is a session or a section in our prayer where we pray for our country Mm. and our community and our leaders Mm. and our, our leaders of every ilk whether they're political or church leaders or corporate leaders or whatever, that, you know, God will cause them to um, lead with integrity and with compassion and not be trying to strip freedoms away, but to generate more so that we all can live a better life. And I firmly believe that 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 is the answer because we, we as a people, you made reference to our ancestors praying and everything centered around the church mm-hmm. and they prayed about everything. And here we are centuries later. Um, we are the answer to somebody's prayer. That's true. So we are living evidence that prayer works. Really. I know I'm talking too much, but. No, um, you're not talking too much. I think that's excellent. Amen. Sharice, when you when you said that, I mm-hmm. thought about that what has happened is we as a generation, um, we have gotten away from doing certain things because we're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As, as Mama Z yes. said, we're the answers to somebody's prayer. So we're living off of the prayers of the righteous and we feel like we have arrived so we don't need that we don't Mm -hmm. we don't need to do that 
we 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 have decent paying jobs. We live in substantially nice houses. So we don't have to do that. That's what some of our generation and the generation before and shame on us because um, yeah. Um, but there is something else that um, needs to be done. It's a, a combo effect. And I call it like the one-two punch. <laughs> Prayer and fasting. Some things aren't going to hey, be broken. Absolutely. And I know that you're going to probably get into another podcast with that one. Prayer and fasting to break something. Oh, yeah. And I don't care what you do, but you're going to have to turn that plate down and continuously beseech the Lord and um, be prostate. So they're, 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 the conditions that Sister Henry was talking about, no, they're not here. <laughs> but yeah, there's some things wow. that might, strongholds that might not be broken just by um, our um, nice, sweet, <laughs> Prayers, oh mm -hmm. Lord! Yeah, we might have to get <laughs> ugly and really. Yeah. So uh -huh. yeah, so yeah. When you said Amen. that, that's that's what I was thinking about yeah. for this nation. Um, yep. The it's gun true. violence, the 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 babies in the schools, uh, in the malls, wherever you go. If you just, yeah, yeah it's a lot. It's a lot. Amen. We do believe that prayer works, but yeah, powerful. Yeah. Okay, and so I think that we have come up with a lot of good um, discussion here, some um, ideas. Uh, Sister Cynthia, you talked about journals and how that kind of helps you as you praying. If you jot things down, it will uh, later you think back or you look and say, oh, yeah, I did pray for that. <laughs> and God did answer that. Mm -hmm. God <laughs> did it again. To, mm -hmm. to put the little dates by it. And then you also talked about the combo effect of prayer and fasting. Man, oh man, pushing that plate away is not, is not easy. And Sister Z, you, uh, Mother Z, you talked about pray, pray without ceasing. Um, pray with perseverance. Always pray. And some people say, well, how do you do that? How can you always pray? Do they ask you that when you say that? Uh, yeah, I think a lot of us are asked that. And I'm going to give you a, a Pastor Jenkins answer. Mm -hmm. And he has said over and over again, there may not be a time when I pray for an hour at a time, but there is not an hour in the day that I don't pray. Wow. Even if it's Jesus, help me, or uh, uh, I, 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 I'm, uh, someone stops in front of me in a car, and and I'm alert enough to put in, that has happened so many times to me. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. You know, you pass by an accident, and if the car is crunched up, but nobody's hurt. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, how many times during the day do we call on the name of Jesus? And in effect, that is a prayer. Every hour of the day. Amen. So that's good. That's good. And uh, Sister Cynthia, you talk about pray believing. Now, Sharice mm -hmm. and I have talked about this. Um, 
where she feels that a lot of people pray, but they don't really believe. Um, <laughs> and the other words that you mentioned are fervently and beseech. <laughs> Those are some good words. Those are some good words. Pray believing. Mm-hmm. But and and honestly, um, he he says you just have to have faith as a mustard seed. Uh, a lot of people hear that, but I don't think they've ever seen a mustard seed and how small it is. Um, I mean, sometimes you probably, if you put it on your finger, you might even lose it. Um, just do it. I, I, I'm just going to take, take uh, what Nike's thing. Just, Nike. just, just do it. <laughs> you know, I, whether you, whether you believe it or not, like I said, just do it. Just, just try it. You know, a, you, a person say, oh, I don't believe or um, like, how, my, how do you do that all the time? How do you eat? How do you breathe? You just do it. You, you're not even con- consciously thinking about it. Just like she said, I don't think when people say, oh, Lord, or they don't even realize that those yeah, are right. little prayers. Yes. Thank you. Oh, 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 I almost did this. Or you know what? You almost said something you shouldn't have said. Whew. Thank you. That, that's it. That is a prayer. No one said a prayer has to have um, a, a, be a whole five sentences, be a paragraph, have exclamation marks, period, comma. Oh, uh, no. No, that's just, right. just do it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> Okay. And so we encourage our listeners to try some of these ideas um, that's been offered by Mother Z and Sister Cynthia. Um, and let us know how it works. It would be really good to hear about your answered prayers using some of these, these ideas. Yeah, I've just been so blessed by this conversation. And for all of our listeners of Imuna, with that we say, live in victory. <laughs>